Can Luke get home? Yes, he does. It's blast off for the Rockets. Winners of the 100 2022. And it's their captain, Lewis Gregory, that takes them to the title. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray Nadal on court now. Dino against Richard Gasquet. Isn't he a remarkable player, Nadal? Absolutely. Absolutely right. You interested in the tennis at the moment, Ray? You're getting right into it? I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love all sporting. <laughs> Dino, I'm hoping. Yeah, the but... majors are always uh, spe- spectacular, yeah. aren't they? They get you in. US Opens, they're all got their own sort of idiosyncrasies. US Open, because of the crowd noise and the the New Yorkers, just they go about things in a very, very different way, don't they? And they just make that event so unique, uh, the US Open in New York. Probably that, um... a question you can't answer, Ray. Is there mm-hmm. any suggestion that they might expand for? I mean, why... Is there only four majors? Why can't they have five, six, take one to Japan or Europe? Yeah, no, I haven't heard that. Same with the golf, I suppose. They're locked into that four majors. Whether live golf might change things up a bit in the... Absolutely. In the, in the, and there has been some talk in recent years about a, a breakaway tennis um, uh, sort of franchise similar to live golf as well. It hasn't quite got the momentum, obviously, that uh, the golf has at the moment, but... There's been rumblings for a little while, Dino, so so watch this space. Phil Buzz Rothfield joins us. Buzz, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I'm not, I don't know if I like your idea about more majors, Bulldog. Oh, I'm not suggesting we have them, Buzz. I'm just saying, who makes the rules? Who says it's only four? Why, yeah, but why can't there be five or six? The, the more you have, the less special they become. It's one of the reasons Origin's wonderful, because there's only three of them. Mm. Each year. Grand finals are great, there's only one of them. You know, I... I don't like that little idea of yours, I'm sorry. Well, there's only four golf majors as well, but surely there would be other nations around the world would think, okay, well, you know, why can't we host a major? But if you have six, they're not majors. They're majors because there's only four of them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I I get you. I get what you're saying in terms of you want to keep it exclusive, but I'm just saying four isn't a lot. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I tell you what, I did enjoy your Sam Burgess interview. Didn't he sound in a good place? Had a few SMSs from our listeners, Buzz, saying the same thing that he sounded in a really good place and looking forward to coming back to to South Sydney next year. He's got a grand final win this afternoon, though, Buzz. Yeah, yeah, cool. I um, was in the same suite as Sam Burgess and Blake Solly at uh, the New Orleans Stadium on Friday night. Big suite. Um, Tony Shepherd for the uh, venues New South Wales. And I'll tell you what was remarkable, seeing how passionate Blake Solly is during a football game. Now, I've seen Nick Politis and other colourful NRL officials and what their clubs mean to them at the foot. Mm. Oh, you should see Blake during a game. And I, I rang him yesterday. I said, are you always like that? He said, no, it was just the Roosters. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he really got into it, doggy. Hey, Buzz, speaking of Blake and the Roosters, I see in your column, what's the buzz this morning in the Sunday telly? You said Blake Sully walked into a plush Level 3 Allianz Stadium suite on Friday night to find Venues New South Wales chairman Tony Shepherd wearing a Sydney Roosters scarf. How did Blake yeah. cop that? Yeah, he wasn't all that happy because Blake's been meeting with Tony Shepherd for a, a number of months and the New South Wales government about moving south from Acor Stadium, which you've covered so thoroughly in the Telegraph. And um, he was quite shocked. When, and he, his immediate thought was, gee, this is favouritism here. Um, 
I said to Tony, can I take a photo of you in this? It'll be a very good item for my column. He said, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. So, uh, um, But he also said he made a speech, Tony Shepherd, before the game, and he finished it off by saying go to Roosters, which I don't think Blake was all that impressed about either. Um, <laughs> look, look, South, I think, will stay at Acor Stadium next year. Um, and while all this has been worked out, the government funding and whether they're going to provide more money at Sydney Olympic Park. But interestingly, Venues New South Wales has offered them three games a year at Allianz, um, which South are considering at the moment. These are three games they normally take on the road. Where do they go? They go Cairns. They, they sometimes go to Perth. Um, I know they have one at the Central Coast, and they make big money out of taking those games elsewhere. So... It's a big decision for South. It's a story that's not going to go away until their future is uh, finally settled. Mm. Uh, hey, Buzz, there is two games to complete the home and away season, but I wanted to fast forward to next weekend and talking about South, they're taking on the Roosters. Dino told us earlier that's likely to be the Sunday game, so they'll be back there at the new Allianz Stadium. Penrith Parramatta is looking to be Friday night. Sharks, Cowboys will clash. Venue to be decided today, Storm versus Raiders. These four games, can you recall a final series when you've got eight teams who could affect well, all four games could be tremendous games so what I'm trying to say is I can't recall a final series when the eight teams you could make a compelling case no. for each of the eight I said the other night on um, NRL 360 that look out even the Canberra race mm, mm. and um, I say that because I think their front row pairing of um, um, Josh Papalihi and Joseph Tarpany are the equal to any others, and they got Elliot at lock, and I think Hudson Young's a contender to go on the Kangaroo Tour, and they got a guy called Jack Whiten, who's just a... I think he's a champion 5'8". I, I really do. Him and Dylan Brown are probably the two standout 5'8s this year. And, um, look, they'll trouble Melbourne. I think they've won the last four games mm. at Amy Park, if, um, if it's just, I can recall that stat clearly. And so... You know, they're not there to make up the numbers. Penrith and Parramatta will be one of the great finals we have seen in this city for many, many years. And it's a big thing to be playing this game at Penrith because I reckon with the massive following these two clubs have got, that the NRL would get 70,000 fans if it was played at Acor Stadium. But it's too late to be changing the rules as we go into the finals. If they want, you know, the first week of home finals, they've got to they've got to make a rule at the beginning of the year and stick to it. Mm. So good on Penrith for having the advantage of playing that one home. It'll be a sensational game. Buzz, it's not too late. I remember a couple of years ago they moved a game to Townsville. Uh, be a good 10, 15 years ago now in yeah, the week of the game, so they yeah, can do it. Yeah, dog rugby league changes the rules too often. Now, Penrith have been clearly the most superior side in the Premiership. So clear. Now, they have earned the right to have the home ground advantage for this game. That's what you get from being minor Premiers. You can't change rules on the run. If you're going to do it, Peter Volandis, Nandra Abdo and Graham Annesley need to say at the start of next season we're going to abandon home finals. We're going to what go did to you say, What did you say was the number you think they could get at a core buzz? I, I missed it. Did you say 70? 70, 
So you're now going to say that 50,000 rugby league fans who are going to walk in there with tons of dough and tons of passion are going to be turned away. Surely it had to have been considered. Yeah, look, I banged on about this years and years and years ago when St George hosted Parramatta at Cogger Jubilee Oval. And we ran a campaign. I got a picture of a family locked out in the build-up to the game. And look, David Gallup eventually changed the rules on the back of this Telegraph campaign to to stop locking out fans. And I used an example. It'd be like David Jones having a Boxing Day sale and slamming the door shut once the first few hundred people are in. It just doesn't happen, does it? Mm. And you do have to cater for your fans. But Peter Volandi said to me that it's worth taking the hit on the money to reward the people who've put their dough in all year they're the most loyal fans who follow this game, and he doesn't believe it would be right to take this game away from Penrith. But it's a bloody good debate, and I can understand your views as much as everyone else's. I guess it's a similar theme, isn't it, Buzz? If the Sharks win today, they get oh, the home final. What, what, what's the capacity at Shark well, Park at the moment? 11,000? 11,500. Yeah, so it's the now, same debate. But the Sharks deserve it if they finish second. It is the same debate, but... The NRL have got really, really lucky here that they're playing an out-of-town team like the Cowboys who would have few fans in Sydney. So you're not going to be offending too many of the opposition. But if you took that game to Townsville, for example, you get a capacity house. So yeah. it's the same debate. But I think Townsville would always be out of the question if um, if Cronulla win today. They deserve mm. a final Correct. in Sydney. Mm. But just say what they were playing Parramatta. And that game was 11,500 at Cronulla. Even I would urge the match to be moved to Arlington Stadium and fill the place. Because I tell you what, with 11,500 next week, you're not going to get all the Cronulla fans in, let alone the few Cowboys fans who would consider coming down from Townsville for the game or those who live in Sydney. It is a big issue, dog, and it's a very good one you've raised. And I think you're right, the game has to look at it, but I don't like changing rules on the run. And no side deserves this massive home game next week more than the Panthers. You do have to reward them for winning the minor premiership. But another interesting item in your column this morning was that the Dragons are not going to support Mad Monday. I'm all for a beer, Buzz. You know that. I love having a beer with you. I love having a beer with Ray. But I am starting to think, as we all get a bit older, (laughs) that the Mad Monday is becoming more outdated and antiquated. Yeah, look, it is. Look, the Dragons have had some issues with player misbehaviour, haven't they? Going back to the uh, COVID barbecue uh, um, last year uh, when players uh, broke state government protocols and, of course, all sorts of... So there hasn't been a great sort of discipline at the Dragons for some time. But Ryan Webb, who I spoke to yesterday, wanted to speak off the record, but did say that in no way do they endorse Mad Monday. And I actually think that's a dangerous practice. I prefer what the other clubs do when they endorse the players having a beer and then provide security. Mm. Letting players gather at different places without rules, without a bit of muscle around just in case it's required, I think is um, asking for trouble. I'm not sure I agree with what they're doing. 
Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point. Hey, uh, Buzz, today's two games. Um, obviously, the Sharks need to win to lock in that um, home final. And the Raiders are, well, they're there, aren't they? And that's been a terrific turnaround, as Dino mentioned earlier, by by um, Ricky Stewart down there in Canberra. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, funny, I, I rated the coaches today. I don't know if you guys saw it in my column. I rated the top 10 coaches this year. And I'll just go through them. I've got Todd Payton, one. Craig Fitzgibbon, two. Ivan Cleary, three. Brad Arthur, four. I think has been outstanding. But I put Ricky Stewart in at five. The way he's rescued this season from a pretty hopeless position after the first, say, 12 rounds without his half-back and missing a, a, a number of key players, I think it's been a fabulous coaching performance to get them into the top eight, drag them into the top eight, the extraordinary passion, the face of the football club, and good on Sticky for getting there. They're really exciting side, the Raiders. I mentioned their front row forwards earlier. You also throw in the brilliance of players like Xavier Savage. What a find mm. he's been this year. Mick Kotrick, Grapana on the wings. You know, they've got a good back five. And and White. And, and Fogarty has been one of the buys of the year. And you've, you've seen how much the Titans have missed him. So... Look, I'm sure they'll very professionally get the job done despite the emotion around Tarmouth's game and possible final appearances in NRL play. Buzz, I thought another interesting piece in your column was Mitchell Pearce has reached out to Caelan Ponga, who, of course, was under scrutiny last week for the cubicle incident up there in Newcastle. Yeah, well, I rang Mitchell because he knows what Caelan Pong is in trouble for and, and knows about the pressure of a fishbowl existence in a mad rugby league town like Newcastle. And he, he told me he'd actually reached out to Caelan and been texting him um, in recent times. And he, he says he's got a lot of time for him, that we need to give him a little bit of leave, a little bit of space and that he's 24, he's new to the captaincy. And he's very, very confident that he will bounce back, that he will learn from the mistake he made in the toilet cubicle a few weeks back. Look, it wasn't the worst defence, but it was more the fact that it lacked leadership and that he was out having a beer when he was supposed to be injured and looking after himself with Kurt Mann. So, but Piercy, as you know, at the same age, um, had his own issues um, around the booze and, you know, doing things that He's experienced enough now to know we're wrong and deeply regret that I found him in a terrific headspace, guys, uh, Piercy. He's lapping it up in France. He's steered the Catalans into the finals. They've already knocked off St Helens this year and, you know, they're an outside chance of winning a title. The other thing I'll tell you about Mitchell Pierce, he might be 33 years of age or 34, whatever. I still believe he'll come back and play NRL. I think he will have one final season uh, for the road with the Sydney Roosters. I think he's extremely close to Nick Politis. And it won't be next year, but the year after, I can see him wearing that number 14 jersey for the Roosters and having a hopefully a fairy tale finish to his a great rugby league career. Yeah, it'll be good to see him come back to the Roosters one last time. Hey, Buzz, before we let you go, a quick look at today's games. Then I'll ask you about next week's finals games as well. Newcastle, Cronulla and Tigers, Canberra. How do you see them, Buzz? 
Well, it's old boys day in Newcastle. They're always hard to beat, but you look at their playing stocks and they've been torn apart with injuries. Cronulla have to win to get that home final we are talking about. Mm-hmm. So the Sharks will win. And I think the Canberra Raiders, as much as the Tigers will be pumped up, uh, will get the job done again professionally and uh, then host the Raiders next, uh, the Storm next week. Well, just on next week, just very quickly, Buzz, your early thoughts, Penrith versus Parramatta? Mate, you know what? I'm tipping upset here. I'm going to tip power. I think oh, they've been dear. super, super impressive in recent weeks. I love their front row forwards. Um, yeah, I think they can get Penrith. It worries me that Cleary hasn't had any football for five weeks. I'm not sure I agree with resting the entire squad, which they did yesterday. So it'll be very, very interesting. Fair enough. Sharks, Cowboys, we don't know the venue. We're assuming it'll be at Shark Park. Yeah, if it's at Shark Park, mate, I'll be Cronulla or Wink. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Storm Raiders? Um, I'll go Storm, but again, the Raiders have a great record there, so not with any confidence. True. And Roosters South looks like being the Sunday game. Yeah, this is tough. This is really, really tough because I don't like the Roosters without Jerry Marnie. And I know what Damien Cork and Cameron Murray playing a full game will uh, mean for South. I'm tipping South might knock them off this week. It's going to be a great final, so you know that for sure. Hey, Buzz, happy Father's Day, mate. Thanks for coming on on a Sunday, and uh, have a great day with the family. Yeah, you too, guys, and enjoy the footy in the bush, uh, Bulldog. I love bush footy. Lucky you. Yeah, it should be a great day. Thanks, Buzz. Go on you, Buzz.